Today's grammar lesson, action verbs. Good morning. What was your favorite subject in school? Grammar classes were always my favorite. I fell in love with the English language at a very young age. I liked diagramming sentences, breaking the parts of speech into little trees and branches. Later, as a seventh grade English teacher, I liked teaching my students to diagram so that they too would better understand the rules of language grammar. So today's lesson, verbs, action verbs. So class, take a look at, no, I'm just kidding. Take a look at James 4, verses 7 through 10. Count how many verbs there are. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Without doubt, James's readers were really struggling with humility and having a right heart before God. Grieve, mourn, wail, tips us off to that. James is having to tell them, get your hearts right. Acknowledge how unclean you are before God. See, here's the thing. We're not so different from these Jewish Christians. Often we are tempted to think something like, well, something like this. Hey, I'm not so bad. I'm a good guy, really. I pay my taxes, take care of my family, don't cheat, don't even smoke, don't usually drink too much. And hey, compared to that guy over there, I'm really a good guy. Really? Well, how good do you have to be to go to heaven? If goodness is the standard, what percentage of good do you have to be? 66%? What if it's 81%? Hmm. Well, thankfully, goodness isn't the litmus test, but rather grace is, so long as you have taken a hold of it by yourself, for yourself. And by the way, God doesn't grade on a curve. Your goodness or holiness is not in comparison to the plastic-looking lady at the gym, your next-door neighbor, George Jefferson, or Marge Simpson. You are only compared to the righteousness of God. Yikes! Now how do you stack up? Because no unholy thing will abide in God's presence in God's heaven. It is of the utmost importance to consider our eternity. Do you think about it much? Truthfully, 83 years is nothing compared to forever. Ah, that's where grace comes in. Now we see why James uses all these verbs. True faith responds to God actively rather than passively. I love that little line, come near to God and he will come near to you. Oh, how I love that. Go ahead, Barb. Go ahead, John. Go ahead, Charmaine. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Well-known author Lee Strobel, a vowed atheist and an arrogant intellectual, eventually came to God and said, Okay, I don't really think you're out there, but if you are, reveal yourself to me. God did reveal himself to Strobel, of course, mostly through the lives of humble people with strong faith in God. Some of us have been immunized with religion, from our youth just enough so that we never contract relationship, so we miss it. There is an oft-quoted verse in Jeremiah, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future, found in 29.11. Okay, that is divinely inspired, but don't stop there. Look at the next two verses because they are amazing, where God says, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. 
Interesting to note, the action we are called to take in Jeremiah's inspirational passage, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Our movement toward God prompts his action toward us. I love that. James kind of paraphrases Jeremiah's words, come near to God and he will come near to you. So, how do we seek him and find him? How do we come near? Another verb, this one from my mother, keep. Keep still. In the stillness, in the quiet of our hearts, we are able to reach for God, and we can feel him reaching back. I'd love to hear your responses, my friends, to this commentary on these verses in James 4 or any other. Here's a closing verb for you today, and it too is active. Reach for God. And then notice all the ways he's reaching back to you.